Hey, it's Zen, owner of Life Verbs. A life verb means living in action and living with intention. First, I want to thank you for listening to this empowering podcast. Your support doesn't go unnoticed, and we truly are thankful for you. Not only am I the owner of Life Verbs, I'm also the creator, producer, and host. (laughs) That's right, I wear a lot of hats. I'm also a professional certified life coach who specializes in intentional and purposeful living. I help you to be the rescuer of yourself. I get you realigned and coach you on how to live this life with intention so that you can get from point A to point B. I want to offer you something. I want to offer you a free one-hour consultation. That's right, a full-hour consultation with me, a one-on-one. Just visit my website, www.lifeverbspodcast.com to schedule your free virtual consultation and to learn more about Life Verbs. To learn more about this podcast, follow me on Clubhouse and Instagram. All the information that you need is located in the description box. Now stay tuned for this episode. Get ready because you are in for an epic treat today. As Kai likes to put it, our guest is not just dropping gems, he is dropping diamonds. Also, if you're listening on a podcast platform, be sure to watch this on YouTube as well because there is an activational video that Kevin has allowed us to post that follows the podcast session. And trust me, it is empowering. It will get you moving, unstuck, and walking forward, living in action and living with intention. So be sure to go and check that out. All the information that you need is located in the description box. Now, enjoy this epic episode with my co-host Kai and our amazing special guest, Kevin Walton. I'm your host, Zen. And I'm your co-host, Kai. Welcome to Life Verbs Podcast, an empowering podcast where we hydrate your soul and fortify your spirit. Wait a minute, Zen. Wait a minute. We also intensify and renew your mindset. So let's get to it how we get to it. Community, today I'm just so ecstatic. We have a very, very special guest star from my favorite TV show that just renewed for a third season. Yes! Kevin Walton, who plays Aaron on Tyler Perry's BET Sisters 
FYI, I'm Team Aaron, by the way. Okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Kevin is not only an actor, Kevin is a spiritual advisor, transformation specialist, speaker, and so much more. Kevin, I admire you so much. I dream of being your mentee one day. We are so grateful and thankful to have you here on Life Herbs Podcast. Please tell us more about the Light Beans community and unlimited creative potential, which is an institution of transformation designed to disrupt limiting beliefs and behavior patterns, restore sacred presence, and establish more mm -hmm. empowered, sustainable, life-enhancing growth through greater self-actualization, as well as the emotional work that you do to help men uh, and women. That's the uh, introduction. Man. Oh, man. <laughs> Much appreciated. <laughs> yeah, you know the the light beings is a is is now I've got it to the point where it's a ministry and we still have the community, and it, it started off as a space where people could come together just to explore themselves without judgment. You know what I mean? Like I I the me getting into the space of being more of a spiritual guide and transformation specialist really happened organically. It wasn't something I set out to do initially. Um, but this, my own personal journey with these insights, you know, just drastically was transforming my life. And people were like, yo, what are you doing? What's happening with you? And I just kept sharing it openly with people. And that led me in that route. But the one thing that along that journey, people kept sharing was, Kevin, I love talking to you about this stuff. I have no one else I can talk to. My friends think I'm crazy. My family thinks I'm crazy. I don't know what's going on. People were tapping into these really powerful spaces. And I just wanted people to know that they weren't crazy. Like, you can explore the inner workings of you, the multidimensional capacity of you, the emotional capacity of you, the mental of you in a container that not only will you not be judged, you'll be celebrated, you'll be like asked to show up in all that you are, and then you'll be encouraged to step into something even greater. And mm. that was the premise of it. And when it started, it was like, I just, you know, I, I felt that calling. I had a, a dream that kind of finalized it for me. And I woke up, I emailed everyone I knew. And I was like, look, I'm starting this thing last Wednesday of every month you know, where I'll share insights that I, that I got that I tap into that you guys have asked about, we'll meditate, we'll tap into spaces and people start showing up and it was a, a really dope thing. And it quickly evolved into this kind of community space where people started connecting with each other and all of a sudden realizing that they weren't alone and that more people were thinking like this, more people were wanting to explore more and just didn't have an outlet or, or didn't have um, like a framework or words to put to their experiences. And that's what I started to provide. And then through that, took these insights and actually built it into a, a genuine practice that you could live by. And what prompted the notion of unlimited creative potential was understanding like that's literally us, like we're, we're these, you know, this power of consciousness that is exploring unlimited creative potential at our disposal, given by the, the thing that created everything. And so the idea of prompting that in people was that's what we do. It, you know, that's what creatorhood is about as a practice is it's the art of living from truth, your ability to, to step into what it means to be your fullest authentic expression of unlimited creative potential. And that's Great. the journey we're on. And so my life has been dedicated to that in so many ways. And when this really started becoming this centerpiece of my life and the, and the practice that I was doing for myself became such a foundation that it started to spread, it's like the information became too much not to share it. It's like, because well, I, I, I have this innate desire to see a world that can operate in such capacity of authenticity of ownership of synergy of freedom and, and transparency with others and 
knowing what it means to actually be able to identify what the truth is and live it, live by it as a reference point. You know what I mean? Where all of a sudden all the contradictions and all the things we like to like bypass have to be met when the truth is your, is your reference point. And that was like a lot of the premise that we just get people living more fully embodied in the human experience. You know what I mean? But in a way that can move it to just something greater. You know, like, I don't know where it'll go, but I, I have a vision for, I can see it. But when we get there, it's like, who knows what we'll create from there. And that's the thing that moves me in it and why I started it, why I've continued it, why, why I'm so openly vocal about it all, you know? Yeah, yeah that's, man, man, I mean, let me take this all in, man. I mean, that, that <laughs> yeah, I mean, bro, that, that, just everything you said, man, it's amazing. I, I just want to know, um, what what sparked it what made you get to that point where you said you know what i want to i want to go i want to start you know going past what we were taught yeah was, you know like what 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 sparked it you know i when i was younger i was have i would i would have insights about things that now i'm fully aware of what what they were at the time i didn't know much about it because in the 80s no one in my ear was talking about these things and so it was like i just kind of wrote it off like whatever i guess something life and kept going about my my business and then i noticed more things were would come through and i still didn't know what to make of it but what really really tipped it off i would say because there's a lot of experiences that kind of compounded the 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 surge of energy to keep going strong on it mm -hmm. the thing that really landed for me personally was at 17 my mom put me onto this book called seth speaks right seth speaks seth s-e-t-h okay Right, Seth speaks, and it's a woman. It was a woman named Jane Roberts who channeled this being named Seth, and her husband would take all the notes of the channeling, and they made a series of books out of them, and they were like written in the '60s and the '70s. And when I when I read Seth speaks, it was the first time I had come across anything up to that point that was saying exactly what I was experiencing to to the degree which I was experiencing it in like in like verbatim and to the depth and i was like it was is the first time I, I was like i'm not crazy i'm not crazy oh, there's, there's something here right and it was like because like here's this thing that i have no connection to physically at least up to this point right clearly there's a connection beyond this but it was like that i, I hadn't seen before that in my awareness was literally it was like it was like i was being watched and they were talking about it kind of thing and i was like oh. and that moment of realizing that whatever was being tapped into is now no longer obscure, it's no longer abstract, it's, no, it's now like there's something here and not only is something here, there's people talking about it and writing books about it and it's out there, right? So now that was like my prompt of, okay, whatever this is I'm accessing, I want, I want it all, I wanna dive in further. And that was my conscious decision you're like, it's not just in my head. It's not yeah, exactly other people. Yeah, exactly. So then that that sparked the conscious decision to go. I'm diving all in. I'm opening myself up. To let, let all the insights come through whatever's there. And by the time I got to like 18, 19, 20, the, it, the, it all started getting clearer and clearer. And I started becoming way more vocal about it. The, the struggle at that time, though, and I'll, I'll just throw this in too, was there was still an adjustment period because I was accessing these insights, but I still had this super revolutionary mindset, but not like from a foundation of love and alignment revolution, more like any system that is oppressing must be annihilated and we gotta do this and that. So I would like use these insights to just go in on people. And I was like, something about that still feels off, right? So I had to work through that process. But when I did, and I started to find where, 
who I thought I was supposed to be, mm. kind of putting that to rest and opening up to who's actually asking to come through. Mm. You know what I mean? It was like that decision mm. from a series of different events that started really bringing to light, like these things I was accessing, how it works in real time, really prompted me of, it's really time to like surrender to this. It's really time to, you know, you share it a lot and you do this, but now this, the inner conflict I was having between who I thought I was and these, this insight that was undeniable, it was like, I had to really find that space of alignment with that. And once that all linked in, then it was like, like exponentially, yeah, forward. So all of a sudden the insight was clear. I could break it down clear. I could respond, you know, clear and that, that really launched it. But that, it really sparked consciously with that, that book of just finding something that showed me I wasn't alone, that it was, and not only was I not alone, there is a resonance of what I'm accessing that clearly is showing up in other spaces because as the journey continued, I would see it show other books, other people talk about it that have no connection to. It was like, cool, so we're all tapping into what this thing is. And for me, it became something easy to identify between the truth, the truth, capital T, the truth, Right. And like my stories or how I honestly felt in the moment or what I thought things used to be. And, and when I could t discern between that, mm -hmm. that's when things really locked in. And, and when I, so when I talk about having the truth as a reference point, it was a huge, it was a jarring thing because the truth doesn't change. It's unwavering. It's like, it doesn't matter what your story is. It's going to meet it the same way. But when you really understand it, it changes the whole way you play the game. And, right. it, and it's really dope. And that, but that was a huge thing for me. And after that 17 year old experience, it was like a series of other things that started showing up my reality that really revealed how this stuff that, 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 woke, that woke you up that that woke yeah you up. that was right. like yeah that was like okay we're here let's go right. let's go yeah, yeah. So, so when it comes to as far as um um spirituality mm -hmm. so, um you know what should, what is what is what does you what do you believe in like you know you know, I, and I'm a share of a quickest experience for me. For sure. You know, with me, I grew up and I was always taught Christ, you know, and, 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 and God and but it come up in the church. But then, you know, I saw so many different things happen in the church that I didn't think was godly like. 100%. So that turned me off from actually embracing it. Mm -hmm. Right. And then the one role model, my father, that I thought I would get it from, he spoke so much on family but then contradicting himself by you know doing things that like cutting me off and cutting another person off and mm -hmm. cutting his own brothers and sisters off so it's like so it took a while for me to actually like you said it took an event for me to actually align right and find that church is not where where you have to go and learn and things like that it's your own connection exactly you get that connection and you align with it then are you able to talk and be and, and be the person that you need to be? So, you know, what's your aspect on the actual, you know, just, you know, spirituality and God? Yo, yeah, so powerful. Thank you for sharing that. It's, it's, that's such a, a prominent thing that happens so much in our society because there's a lot of notion about what people think spirituality ought to be or what people right. think it ought to be. And that's never, right. the, that's never where the answer lives, not in some I oughtas or shoulds. Right. And for me, um, I like I, what I call God is source, right? Like I, I feel like it's way bigger than that word could capacitate. And it's something that is, is all encompassing. So if we talk about the source of all creation, to me, if we had to put 
very limiting human language to it. It's like that something that that is the where all things derive and all things are and all things complete and all things continue kind of thing. And what I and I'm also an avid, avid historian kind of study. I love history. So I explore a lot of different notions of things. But the way that I the way that I define spirituality in, in, in an aspect of one part of my practice that I call the five life vibes, where spirituality is one of the five vibratory experiences of life that everyone has is really what spirituality is, is your capacity of presence and depth of connection, right? Mm. Like that, that capacity of presence, you being fully engaged in the moment to the all and, and understanding your connection to it all and being able to feel in and experience the awareness of that connection deeper and deeper and deeper. That's the space that lives inside everyone. That's the space where love, truth, and div divinity all want to come through. And when, we, when we're living in an aligned space, in a heart space, that's what moves us to explore life. And we're, and we're very clear. Like our, there's a lot of this, like, misconceptions about the heart, which we could probably get into later on, but um, that I want to talk about how, what it means to be heart-led. But the, the notion for spirituality for me is exactly that. It's there is something I'm connected to of which I've derived. Whatever I've derived from, so has everyone else. If, that, if the truth of that lives inside me, it lives inside everyone. If I can see that in me, I can recognize it in everyone. And regardless of what they believe, regardless of what they say or do, that there's something beyond all of us that holds us, that if we're willing to open ourselves up to, we can recognize something so much more sacred and magical about life that can be our foundation. And so what I've realized is spirituality, whether people are constantly aware of it or not, is the foundation to everything. The spirit pervades everything. Everything in life is a spiritual experience. And that's the notion I function from. So when, when what I've realized is it literally is everyone's foundation. Everyone's choices are dictated by their spiritual beliefs, whether that's like atheism or science or any form of, of religion. Um, that dictates the, no the notion of your framework of how you see things and how you react. And the more aware we become, the more, the more we start to experience that capacity of presence and depth of connection. And to me, that's the, that's the essence for everyone. It's like, you can use whatever language you want. You can use whatever practice you want. As long as in that practice, you are opening your heart, you are expanding to be more present with everything in your life and you feel the connection to the sacred and everything that you know you've tapped in. And no one can tell you about that. They can guide you toward it. But you're, it's something that you're going to feel within you. And to me, and I'm very adamant about this, anything that teaches from fear or limitation is not truth. That, right. say that. Anything that teaches from fear or limitation is not truth. That is where things start to get filtered through interpretations, limiting perceptions, and then they become other things. And in my opinion, that's what's happened in a lot of the churches, a lot of religions is the premise of certain insights are there, but the moment it starts to get convoluted between their own, how they think things ought to go, how should be, all right. that stuff gets distorted. And that's what we started to witness as a species. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Right, man. That's, 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 I'm sorry, Zen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm asking so much. I'm going back and forth. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just amazed, man. The, the thing that you're saying is so true because I would find myself in, 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 in churches and when a pastor is speaking, right? I'm like, is he yelling? Is he motivating? I'm trying to find the actual, you know, the message, the word. And it's like, it's so washed down, you know, that it's, it's, it's not getting the truth. 
So it was not until I was able to actually go outside of that and get my own connection. And then I actually started to listen to T.D. Jakes. But, you know, and we yeah. all gravitate to different people. But T.D. Jakes, exactly. he gives you the foundation, right? Very much. Love then, hearing him speak. Yeah, Love then he'll him. give you something to support the foundation, not the way he thinks. Right. It's supporting facts. Right. Yeah. Right. So I was able to get my knowledge that way. And that's when I came to realize to the realization, like, you know what? It's not the church. It's not my mother saying, you No, I don't like TDJ. Come on. That's you. <laughs> right. This is me. Right. So it's kind of the same thing like what you just said with this motivation. When people talk to people and I give someone motivation, it's all of what you dissect out of what exactly I'm giving you and you put into your own self and it helps you. Exactly. And so, Exactly, because you never know what's what's the thing that will will be that access point for you, right? Like if it, if it ain't TD Jakes for someone else and it's TD Jakes for you, dope. If it's right, like any any anyone can be an an aspect of that, but our ability to practice the discernment and to know how to tell the difference between, like I said, what how people think things ought to go, and when people are telling you, here's what you can explore for yourself inside of you to bring to life, and and knowing that their job is to support you accessing yourself and living, not follow me and only me and do this X, Y, and Z the way this gotta be. It's here's what's going on inside you. I just have some insights to offer. You can take it or leave it. You can honor it or not. I hope you tap into it into whatever way works for you. And that, that to me, anyone guiding from that space is far more in, in alignment with truth than the notion that something is a strict, rigid essence that if you don't abide by, all of a sudden these things happen when none of that, when you, when you even look at the way nature functions and how existence operates, nowhere in nature is that, is that inherently true. And when you start to break down understanding consciousness, you realize that's also not how it works for us either. And, and it's a dope thing to come to realizations with, but what you guys are talking about is so important. Um, and knowing that everyone has that connection mm. that you, you can go to a church if it supports that connection. Right. It's like, but whatever it is, if you want a reference point, make sure it's something that that supports you have the connection, and and let's get you open to receive that connection. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It shouldn't be forced. Exactly. It shouldn't be pre. It shouldn't be pressured. Exactly. Open to receive to allow it to be able to lay. Yep. If that is for you. Yep. Beautifully stated. Beautifully stated. You know. Absolutely. I want to ask you, Kevin, what is a life verb that you live by? A life verb, um, I created this term, you know, it's the whole, I love it. whole brand. <laughs> the meaning of it is, and thank you so much, thank you. It's a life philosophy that you live by that is obtained through your personal life experiences. It could be um, like a lesson learned, like a proverb, your own life verb that you live by. Mm -hmm. So I want to ask you, what is a life verb, Kevin, that you live by? What is that one? I know you have so many, I'm sure. <laughs> I, just, so I can submit to you a PDF of a... <laughs> yes, yes. Legit. But I would say, you know, for me, the thing that's... You know, actually, it's just what's on my shirt. Because I was the, the one of them that came to mind is, is I am the power. And there's a really important notion of that. But I think this notion here of I decide is a premise of that is realizing that everything is a choice and and we have the ability to choose um who are who we are the way we experience the world and a choice to be open to the to our natural state of being 
And my ability to recognize that I always have a choice at my disposal drastically transformed my life because suddenly it was no longer, this is just how I am. This is just how it is. It was like, I, I get to constantly decide that. Yeah. If I, I feel like it's time to make an adjustment, I have the power to choose that. There's always more, more possibilities on the table. And when I recognize like the, the power in recognizing that as a creator, that I create my own reality and through my choices, I guide that is um, it was so freeing and liberating and it opened up a world of possibility. And, and it really, the notion of understanding how life force energy works was, was monumental. And it, it really was owning the fact that you get to choose this. And the more aware you become, the more choices you recognize. And now you have the ability to live even freer and show up even greater and contribute even more. And so mm -hmm. the notion of that, right? Like I decide, you know what I mean? Is, is something that I live by constantly. And I, I, I say constantly, and I activate people with on a regular basis. So that everyone remembers, you don't just have to tolerate life. You don't just have to think things are the way they are. You, you have the ability to make adjustments, to compound. And it's, uh, it's, been, it's been phenomenal. It was like, I mean, drastically transformed everything. It, it's that's, so interesting that, that you mentioned, you know, I decide, I choose. One of my favorite, favorite songs by Ire is called, I Choose. Mm -hmm. that song i choose mm -hmm. to be the best that i can be i choose to be authentic in everything i do my mm. past doesn't dictate who i am i choose exactly Woo! yes it's yeah. so real yes yeah. so um, kevin before before we let you go I, I i gotta ask this question that i know a lot of the viewers are gonna are gonna wanna uh wanna know the answer to okay and, you're doing a phenomenal, phenomenal job on sister. Thank you, brother. So my, my, my question to you is explain that feeling when I'm pretty sure you had to go out for audition, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Explain that feeling when you got that call or was it an email or when they said you got it? Yo, beautiful question. I love it. It was like two things that I always told myself I want to feel on a regular basis in my life in general right like and it's something I guide people on like pick two states you want to feel the most often and one of them was always inspiration I want to feel inspired in my life all the time which is actively there and the other was a really an, a, important understanding in life that supersedes just wanting to be happy because I genuinely feel like this I heard this this notion once from a friend of mine and I, I fine tune even more so, but realizing that everyone wants to be at peace with who they are in every circumstance, right? And I want to live in the wonderment of life to know that I can be at peace no matter what I'm facing. And when this call came in, it was like, it was a call and an email. It was like, when it came in, it was like, talk about surging inspiration. Because mm. what came through was like, a, a door just opened to something more. You know, it was like, there's something he like something else more. And I felt two instances. It was like, hey, because I love acting, I'm passionate about it, I love the craft. And this was gonna be a dope opportunity because it was like, it was like with what Tyler's created and what he's been doing, and then this new show coming, it was like there's just everything about it was like, here's a new thing unfolding to explore and bring all of you through. Mm. And so in that inspiration, I, I was like bigger platform to share the message right because this is this is still the foundation of everything I do right like just wanted to draw these insights and it was like and then get to play with this craft more 
um, and step into a new field because I love I love constantly exploring where I get to expand past my threshold. Okay. And that was the other thing was like, this is one of the bigger projects I, I have the opportunity to, to, to book. And so it was like that I felt inspiration, immense gratitude, but this peace, this peace that, that was coming through, like, just keep doing what you're doing. And these things are unfolding. They're going to keep supporting you to take it further. And, and, and my experience this entire time, you know, having shot a third season has, hasn't, that hasn't dipped is only compounded. You know what I mean? Like, like the, the family, the team, everything we built there, the experience of it, um, witnessing what Todd's created and then being a part of it. Like we, based on booking the show, we got to be there for the like studio opening and, and all these people stepping in and it wow. really was. And actually what was funny is T.D. Jakes was, did a sermon during one of the events on the, on, on that third Sunday. He was there. Yeah. And he, yeah. Right. And he, and he was talking about like stepping to the next level, being willing to, to be at level one of the next level for mm. you. And, and I remember being in the, in, the, in the room with everyone and it was like all these people that I've seen and appreciate their craft and skill set. And one thing that I always live by in my life is, is just how much like I want to own my greatness and how much I want everyone else to own their greatness and know that you, you're, you're willing to be there. And the theme that went through that weekend was, was like remembering that you belong there. And I remember before they said that, we were in the room and one of these, uh, these other actors from the shows was like, I could see it. He was like a little shell, shell shocked. And he's like, man, this is crazy. Like, I don't, I don't, what am I, like, it feels odd to be here. And I grabbed him by his shirt and I was like, listen, you belong here. I was like, <laughs> I was like you, bel you belong here. I was like, I said, um, I said, this is, this is no longer, you, this is no longer um, just people that you aspire to be or see. I said, this is now a room of your peers. And that, that, and then when, when, when Tyler got up to speak and talk about the opening, he was like, he told about his story in 2005 when, when Yolanda Adams told him you belong here when he fell off being at Oprah's uh, like event. Yeah. And it was like, and he, and he said, I looked at the, my friend, I was like, you see, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It was like, we belong here. And that's what it felt like was like, I'm always grateful for my life. And so I always want to own these experiences, but feeling the blessing of it, it was like, that's what came through. When I got the call, it's like, I could feel into that. And I remember with, being there with a couple of my friends and being there with my son too. And, and I was just like, yo, I got it. And everyone was like, yo, this is, I get fucking on. <laughs> let's, go, let's go. And so it was a very beautiful feeling of that inspiration and peace in me. Like it wasn't, it wasn't even nerves. It was just like, yeah, the alignment of this, the timing of this, the, you know, like everything felt aligned and in this way, you know, and it was very, very powerful, very powerful. I, Jen, I got I got one more thing. I'm sorry, Jen. One more thing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So that was amazing response, right? Yeah. So my, my last question to you. Yeah. Now with all of the success and the fame, mm -hmm. right? How how do you how do you keep keep balance? Right? Is there certain things that you can't do like have you, has it been to a situation where you went to the store and females saw you and it was like, and it was one of those days where you don't really want to, you know, embrace the audience because you just want to be regular, right? Like, so that's just, that's, that's a, that's one of the things okay. I always think about when you get to that, that level. Yeah. Well, you know, 
I, I feel like I'm still growing into that. I, I get recognized in the show now, even with having a mask on. Like I'll be in spots and people will look and they're like, I have a mask and a hat. And I'm like, how do you, how do you, how? How do you see, right? So, which is cool because because they're ever watches of the show. And it, it it's like, it's it's been a cool thing. Like, because for me, because I don't, I don't define my significance on anything outside of me. Okay. When when things go awesome or they or they fall apart, I'm always in a. I've gotten to a place now in my life where I'm always in a centered space with that. So I never let it like go to my head or get or go too wild. But I do, um, I I do like time to myself. But I'm also very much in the public between teaching and, and doing the acting. So when I go out, it's cool to be recognized. I, I, and maybe just because it's still not that heavy yet, where. It's like being mobbed or everywhere you go because there's still spots I've gone where no one said anything. So I'm like, cool, we're still living life, you know. <laughs> but it, but I am getting recognized more and more, and it's been cool. It hasn't felt like too abrupt or jarring to my life yet. Um, but even in general, there's times if I just feel like staying in my own space, I just stay in. But when I go out, I'm I'm always open to connecting with people, and I think that's just part of my nature also because I I genuinely connect with people all the time anyway, just to share insight or, or see how people are doing. I'm genuinely interested in humans and, and what we do in the world. So I'm pretty solid in that space yet, but it hasn't been like a, you know, not like a Michael Jackson status where people see me and they're fainting and run, you know, and, and I can get mobbed in the street. So I haven't had that, that experience. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, exactly. It hasn't been like that. It's been like, I love you on the show. It's like, thank you, giving hugs and pictures. And that's been cool, but it hasn't been like the, the mobbing thing yet, like right. I can still go to the store and sometimes I get recognized, sometimes I don't, you know? That's awesome, that's awesome. Yeah. Excellent answer. Go ahead, Zane, take it away. <laughs> you know, and, and I feel like the key too with that is you're grounded in spirituality. Yeah. So yeah. being grounded and centered in spirituality, you are therefore prepared for anything that comes your way. 100%. Yeah. You Very know? Um, I have a question. Okay. Before we close, a question that I have is I was listening. I literally was listening to this right before I've played it multiple times. Um, your most recent IGTV post mm -hmm. um, regarding men's work, women's work and the evolution of humanity. Mm -hmm. um, Kai and I, we have our platform has men and women, but it's about 80% women. Okay. And our platforms have those women, you know, they've been hurt and, you know, I've been hurt as well in my past, you know, by men, just different experiences, abuse, cheating, rape, um, mm -hmm. name it. Okay. Mm -hmm. And they're barely hanging on to hope. Yeah. Something that we hear often. And there seems to be such a disconnect, right? in the society and it's due to that lack of communication, 100%. lack of, to the art of conversation. Um, so Kai and I created a community that centered around authentic and real conversations, right? That yes. people are not having. So my question to you is for those who are listening, yep. how do, what is your perspective on that? How can we reconnect? How can we sync? Yeah, for sure. Beautiful question. So keep this phrase, and for everyone listening to keep this phrase in your heart on a regular basis. Hmm. That life flows from the inside out, internal cause, external effect, internal cause, external effect. By the time anything is a physical experience, it's already the side effect. And this is a really important thing to, to explore. 
because this is, in my opinion, one of the most invaluable pieces of information that has been obscured from humanity for a very long time. Mm. When you realize everything starts within and then moves out, you recognize that even when we have experiences that are intense, traumatic, all those things. And this is beyond because, because we still, a lot of society focuses on starts outside of us, right? We always talk about this is that, just doing this to this, me, this, and that. What we do in creatorhood is, is how to reorient ourselves to look in here first and then move outward. So even if you've had those experiences, right, from abuse to rape to all those things, what happens within all of us is that there are spaces in our own cells we don't accept, right? Things that we struggle with. Right. And, and it happens in a lot of different ways. Whenever you don't know how to process an experience of emotion or feeling, which are two different things in terms of identity and then the emotion itself, mm-hmm. if the energy isn't effectively processed, we store it away somewhere. And then that creates a different identities in us that play out different behavior patterns whenever we feel that. Yeah. So then if we, if whenever we don't honor how we feel, whenever we don't speak up, when it's time to speak up, whenever we make a different decision, when, and, or when we could make this decision, whenever we choose to stay there, when it's time to make a different decision, all of those are in contradiction of our authentic expression. And if you do that enough, it's going to start showing up repeatedly outside of you. Now, part of what consciousness does and all it cares about is consciousness in life is moved to see all things become fully authentic across the board. So whenever we don't allow ourselves to feel what we're feeling and honor it, that's a disrespect towards ourselves. If we do that enough, it'll show up outside of us, where all of a sudden we have relationships where people are disregarding us the same way we do to ourselves. Now, in this practice, though, everyone has to, to be held accountable for their choices. So, and I've had clients on both ends of the spectrum of like abuse and been abused, molestation, been molested, rape, been raped. And these, working through these processes, one thing I found is everyone feels the same way, but they orient themselves on how they deal with those feelings differently, which is why they'll show up for each other. Mm. What, what consciousness is doing with that is that it's asking everyone to see themselves, to make different choices so that we can stop telling these narratives in humanity. So what I say to the, everyone that's listening is, it, whatever you've been through an experience, everyone is going to have to face the consequences of their choices one way or another. But it's, but it's not karma in the sense of like, something's gonna teach you a lesson and, and punish you for your actions. Karma is just your choice, chosen limitations that you're gonna have to deal with and face. That's all karma is. It's like, wherever you feel limited, that's your karma. That's where you have to face yourself and address your shit to be more authentically embodied, to show more love and shine more light in the world. Wow, that makes so much sense. So now the notion of that means when you've gone through an intense experience, whether you've been raped or abused or anything you've ever had to navigate, and I've done this work with countless people in, in, in recovery centers, with soldiers with PTSD, all these things, what you start to realize is all these experiences are happening because whatever it means for you to work through your process, to own yourself through it, to process your emotions through it, you become a catalyst to seeing a world that no longer has to tell that story anymore. And if, if you've experienced it, there is something in you that provides humanity an opportunity, if you own yourself, the opportunity to show people they can get through those things and collectively we can do something different so we stop telling those narratives. That's one of the biggest reasons why I love doing men's work is getting men to face their shit and own themselves to a greater standard so we can contribute to seeing the world thrive greater in every respect because there are a lot of misalignments in the way that we 
we've been. And, and in both in men and women, it's, it's but the, knowing that we have the ability to change this, it's that. So for everyone listening, keep this in mind, internal cause, external effect. You, but you aren't experiencing the side effects outside of you because there's something wrong with you, right? Like you're not abused because there's something wrong with you. You're not raped because there's something wrong with you. Say that. Like that's, that none of that is true. You're not fucking broken. You're not sick. Like you, you genuinely are a light asking to come through whatever you've experienced. There is something about the experience that is asking to come through you for you to become a guiding light that we can evolve as a species beyond this narrative. So my encouragement is if you find yourself wearing that, that narrative, like, well, I don't do these things in my life now because this happened to me or because of this, I'm now less, I'm asking you to do whatever is necessary in the most aligned way possible to accept all of you so that you can use this experience to become a guiding light, mm. no matter how long that takes, because you are the power it's in you to do so. So take your time with that. And I want to add to that. I want to add to that for all the women who are listening. It's another NDIRE song and it's called I Am Light. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's my jam. Uh, yes. Listen to that. Play it over and over. Just put it on repeat. Yes. Okay. Um, before you before we close this out, I just want to piggyback off of what you just said. And I say this so much on our lives when I, you know, when we're getting these comments from the women that have been through so much trauma in their life. Yep. And it's the same thing I always, I'm always explaining to them is that your testimony of what you, what you've gone through, right. Can help someone either not go through that situation yep. or come out of the storm that's over them because of the same situation that you have gone through. Exactly. Right. But we need more people to come out of it and yep. talk about it. And then actually when you talk about it and you get it off your chest and the more and more you talk, the less amount of power it has over you. Exactly. Now, now the energy's moving. That's, that's literally what it takes. Like um, I always, always tell people, everyone has very important gifts to offer the, the world. If you are withholding your gifts, you're being selfish you're, and you're missing out on opportunities to provide humanity with greater oh, gifts and willing to show up. And it doesn't mean it's always easy. It's a struggle sometimes when you don't know how to process your feelings, but that's, it's so true. It's like you can become a voice to guide people through it or to let them know what to be aware of to not go into it. Either way, all of us being through whatever experience we have, if we can use it, we support the world evolving where this coming to light moves the energy because that's how it works. Like in order for, a society to evolve in a sustainable way, you have to address why it isn't already there. Right. So if there's a culture where rape is a part of it, where human trafficking is a part of it, where slavery is a part of it, all of that has to be spoken of. It has to be addressed and acknowledged. It's just not meant to stay there, meaning that we dwell on it. It's bring it to light and own it. And then we get to use the energy that's now moving right. in the direction we want it to go. But if you don't talk about it, if you don't open your heart up, if you don't be seen in it, the energy's not moving, and that's why it feels like it's more powerful than you are. Oh, man. You know what I mean? Oh. Yeah. So you got to open up to feel that because you are the power. You never give it away. No one takes it from you. It's just we don't always direct it in the most purposeful way, nor do we own it enough. And I feel like that's what happens in those narratives because if we're judging ourselves and we're like, well, this is not about me, it's like you're taking the power you are and you're constricting it. Yeah. The, the moment you go, you know what? 
it's okay that I felt this way. It's okay that I've, I've been through this. And what do I want my life to be from here? And what would I like to see more of in the world? Now, all of that energy that's being held down from this own judgment self is now opening up to shine and expand in others. So keep sharing that message because it's so vital. Like open your heart, speak up, be seen so that we can receive you. And then, and also support the guidance of going somewhere greater. And that's part of our work that I do within the light beings, sacred sons and, and everywhere I, that I add is getting more people to own more of themselves, men and women alike. So we also know how to hold space for others to be able to step into that themselves. And that, and we let go of all these narratives of judging people as if their behavior is who they are and not a side effect of the feelings they're not addressing. You know what I mean? Typically we always ask, Clothes. We always ask, you know, what food for thought, what nourishment you have um, yeah. that you would love to leave the listeners with. But I actually want us to close out with you talking about what it means to be heart led. For sure. All right, dope. So the heart uh, is our connection to the truth that we live from. Mm. It is the engine of the body. It emits a magnetic field 10 times larger than the brain does. It also can pick up energy in the field to know events that are about to take place six to 10 seconds before your brain even knows what's going on when it happens. Like it's really dope when you see the science of it. When you get to the energy of it, what you realize is our intuition actually speaks through the heart. All of the emotions we feel is through the heart. When we're living authentically, it's because we're led here and the mind the mind's not an enemy. Our ego is not an enemy. It's not against us. It's, it has a very specific function, but it's a child. If you're living from the heart, you, you, what you realize is our ego is to be matured. Our mind is to be matured. And if you're live, living from the heart, your mind will know how to orient itself to support the heart's guidance. Mm -hmm. So like all confusion, all negotiation, all doubt takes place in the mind. Our hearts are super specific. It knows what it wants. It knows what is the most effective choice to make for your authentic embodiment and expression. And when we start to tune into it more, all of a sudden life becomes way more fluid, way more sustainable and far more authentic where we don't, we don't now all those notions of like wanting to be a people pleaser or hold, holding back or thinking you have to dominate someone, all that gets dispelled because the heart's not interested in any of that. So when you hear the narrative and people go, yeah, my heart gets me in trouble, untrue. It is your lack of self-awareness that, that gets you in those spaces you don't want to be in, not your heart. You don't know how to process or orient yourself accordingly to what you feel. That's what leads it. The misinterpretations of your mind lead it down that way. Your heart does, all it does is steer you in the direction that's the most conducive thing for you. But if you don't know how to interpret that and you, don't, and you start making up stories about it, that's the shit that gets us in trouble. You know what I mean? So the heart is such a powerful thing. So to be heart-led is to live from a more authentic embodiment and an openness to the sacredness of life, that you're willing to receive the insights from your experiences. You're willing to share more of yourself and be, and be vulnerable, which is the source of our greatest strength, right? You're willing to, to recognize others and that we're all in this together rather than be in that divisive duality mentality that somehow we're separate from the source of all creation and not only are we separate, we're against each other, right? Mm -hmm. That whole notion gets dispelled when you're living from your heart because it only lives in that. And the other thing I'll leave off in that to, to encapsulate it is one of the things I, lo I love to dispel is this notion of your truth or my truth, because there's no such thing as that. The truth itself is changeless. It doesn't, it never, it's like literally holds a framework that will always be recognized. So what I always tell people is 
when you say live from your truth or my truth, it's like saying, that's how I am. That's how it is. Like, this is just me, but you're more than that. That's never a true statement. You're always more. So what I always tell people is live from the truth in your heart, not your truth, because your truth is one aspect of an identity, which could be how you honestly feel right now. But how you honestly feel right now is going to change tomorrow or change the next day. And that's how you know it's not true. The truth will be the same every time. Like the fact that you always have some choice available to you. The fact that you are the power. The fact that you create your reality. These things never change. The fact that everything's going to show up to offer insights you're looking for to grow. Those things never change. Because it's so, the truth. Right, exactly. Because it's just the truth. It's just this is on the table. So live from the truth in your heart. And now you're living from the divinity, the sacredness, the, the source that you're a part of, that connection we spoke of at the beginning. Yeah. That's what you'll start living from when that becomes your standard. You know what I mean? Man, so that's the heart that life. Priceless. <laughs> Kevin. This, this was priceless, man. This was priceless. Listen, if y'all y'all need to go back and watch this four and five times to really, <laughs> really know. dissect and understand what was just said because i'm 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 gonna go back and watch it multiple times myself man i, I appreciate you man i salute you in all your endeavors and your acting is phenomenal you know thank you brother you know you can see certain things and i'm just being real now <laughs> certain shows on tyler perry you're like uh, you know the acting you know no. but when it comes to you when it comes to Nomi, when it comes to you know other guests and to be honest with you Zen is the one that got me to start watching it because I don't I watch it. I sure did. I have time. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> and Zen was like, no, you need to watch this. And I'm like, man, I'm not watching this. But when I was watching the Constantly, first episode, consistently promoting it. Okay. It got me. The first episode, it got me. And I started watching all of them back to back. <laughs> so, man, oh, phenomenal that. job. Um, and, man, just keep doing your thing, man. I salute you. Thank you. Did you receive that, brother? Much appreciated. Thank you, Zen, for that as well, sister. Yes. Yeah, very grateful. We really appreciate that. Kevin, you are always welcome back. Please let this not be the last time, please. Not at all. And mm -hmm. don't go anywhere because we're going to chat briefly after we finish, after we wrap this up. But y'all be sure to follow Kevin. His information is located in the description box. Also, make sure that you are following Kai and myself, Zen, on all of our social media platforms for news, updates, and to connect with us. We love interacting with our tribe, with our community. Our information is also located in the description box. And listen, if you're interested in uh, promoting your business, you know, anything, you know, you just want to be, get on our platforms or anything like that, contact Zen shoot our email shoot our nice email and that's um contact life verbs with an s right at gmail.com and um go ahead zen always remember to keep your soul hydrated mm. and your spirit fortified mm -hmm. and then just remember that we are two libras hey. with two different views <laughs> on the same way hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> i love it <laughs> Get out, y'all. Yeah.